This is Main Street on Prairie Public. I'm Ashley Thornburg, and joining me now is Dr. Jack Russell Weinstein. He is a Chester Fritz Distinguished Professor of Philosophy at the University of North Dakota, and he joins us once a month for a philosopher's take on a big news story. Jack, thanks for joining us today. Oh, I'm happy to be here. The weather is horrendous outside. It doesn't feel like <laughs> spring at all. So being well, on the radio you know, is ideal. People need to realize spring is, uh, you know, temperamental. It always <laughs> is. I've learned it enough. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Jack, it's funny to me because already I said joins us to talk about a big news story. And this time we're going to focus on one of those stories that was big. Everybody was talking about it for exactly 24 hours. And then already it's not being talked about anymore. But we are going to go a little deeper into that. Uh, I'm talking about the Will Smith and Chris Rock event at the Oscars. So first of all, the fact that it's not being talked about already, what does that mean? I think the first thing it means is that it's not important. And I don't necessarily mean that it's not important for Will and Jada and, and Chris. You know, I talk about them like I know them, right? <laughs> but um, uh, Aren't but, we all right now? Yeah, <laughs> exactly right. Um, but it is one of those things that feel feels all-consuming Everyone has an opinion on it. And then all of a sudden it disappears as quickly as it came. And what that means to me is that while the event itself is not important, the symbolism is, the things that it stands for is, because it triggers emotional reactions, it triggers strong feelings, it triggers people's histories and 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 their, you know, pet peeves and and their projects and all this sort of stuff. And so what makes it ultimately interesting, I think, from a philosophical point of view, is not necessarily what any of the three people did, but what meaning people place on it and how they sort of interwave it with their own experience. Is this the right reaction to be having then to, to have all these emotions if we're not going to do anything with them? Well, having emotions is doing something. Sometimes, sometimes it's just catharsis, right? Sometimes mm. it's just uh, an ability to expend energy somewhere. Sometimes it's, thank God, I don't have to think about the horrors of Ukraine right now. I can mm. think of something trivial. But also it's an emotion about, to continue again this theme, people we think we know. Will Smith is 53 years old, um, as I will be this year. He and I grew up together in a sense, right? He, I, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air was a show that meant a lot to me. I've actually written some things about it because I thought it was interesting. He is so likable. He is so charming. I've seen so many of his movies. And to see him do this was so shocking because it countered the image. I have of him and the likability and Chris Brock, uh, Chris Rock. I've actually, I believe, cited Chris Rock twice on this show on Philosophical Currents yeah. alone, right? So, so he uh, is very inspirational to me. He's super smart. And then there's Jada, and I don't know what the nature of their relationships are. I know her from a couple movies. Um, and then you know, I think, okay, he's made a joke. And then if you look, so an example of 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 the meaning, right? You you look at the Internet and there's a whole thread of people talking about how 
Chris Rock made a joke about her hair. He called her G.I. Jane. And, and she she is she shaves her head bald because she has alopecia. And uh, and and she claims she's comfortable with it. But clearly, either she's not or Will isn't. And so there's this whole thread on the Internet of people saying you don't make fun of black women's hair, that black women have a special relationship with their hair. Now, I'm not qualified to say whether that's true or not. I'm skeptical of anyone's claim that any one group has a, you know, has a special experience with anything. We may have all unique experiences, but but we're all human beings. We all have relationships with our hair. At the same time, part of me thinks, well, okay. Maybe she has this relationship with her hair. Maybe anyone does. But she's also probably sitting there in a $10,000 dress. She had professional makeup on. She's got uh, all these, you know, um, uh, publicists around her and all these things. And so these are really rich, powerful people. Unless this was a sign of Will Smith having a mental breakdown, which we could talk about in a second, then they're all going to be fine. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's why the symbolic nature, if you, if you look at the world with an eye towards, let's say African-American women's experience, you're going to react maybe to the hair thing, whereas other people react to something else. It's more about us than about them because we're projecting so much on them. Hmm. Well, in talking about hair, what does this say about our standards of feminine beauty to pick on somebody who has a medical condition that is resulting in hair loss? So there is a question on the table um, that goes back to some of our earlier conversations, and that's whether it's ever acceptable to make fun of someone's medical condition. Right. That was one of the great charges against Chris Rock. He, he made fun of us. Now, we all know that we all make fun of each other's medical conditions when we're intimates, when we want to lighten up something. There are lots of comics who make fun of their own cancer and, and in the process, making fun of other people's cancer. Right. So. There are times when you can make jokes about medical uh, about people's medical conditions, but is that off the table for public events? Is it off the table for strangers? Is it off the table for that that kind of stuff? That's one of the questions right away. And then there's this question of hair and femininity. Hair is a tremendously important aspect of the human experience. It is one of the things that differentiates us from other people. What's the first thing people do when they are uh, enlisted in the army, right? They shave their head. And they don't just shave their head because you don't want people to grab your hair during hand-to-hand combat. You shave your head because you have to be interchangeable with other people, right? The, 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 some of you may remember the first scene in um, Saving Private Ryan where the, the, the battle um, uh, up for, on the beach of Normandy, where all of the soldiers are just being, being killed just left and right. We don't, we don't spend any time on any of them. They're all just fodder, right? They're, as the old expression goes, cannon fodder. And so by shaving someone's head, you're taking away their individuality. Hair, long hair in many, many cultures has always has has been a, a sign of femininity, a sign of wealth, a sign of luxury, a sign of health. And we have tried at various different points, whether it was Demi Moore and the G.I. Joe, uh, Joe movies, whether it was Natalie Portman. Sorry, right. Jane movies, right. Natalie Portman, uh, other folks have tried to to make a shaved head very feminine. And I actually think it often looks very, very good on both men and women. But 
it is running counter to the established traditions of what it means to be a feminine person in our culture, so much so that a lot of women are very uncomfortable with long, with short hair, and a lot of parents are very upset when their daughters get short hair. So is Chris Rock attacking her femininity? Maybe. And if she's insecure about that, what else is she insecure about? This is, you know, so, so when you have a... When you have a man making fun of a woman for something, it is very different than when a woman makes fun of a woman or a man makes fun of a man. When you have everyone of the same racial group making fun of each other, it has different rules than when you have people of different racial groups. So again, what this is going to mean to us is going to be all about what filter we decide to place in front of it. And if we look at it through the perspective of femininity, then this joke is certainly an attack on the traditional standards that maybe she was trying to achieve. Hmm. Is it ironic to you at all, Jack, that in this event, you know, he walks up on stage, he open hand slaps another man uh, in front of lots of people. And then, um, goes on to give a speech where he talks about protecting women without any sense of realization that maybe women don't always need to be protected or what do women need to be protected from with my answer, I guess, here being that hair trigger male aggression. There's a lot in there. And it's made complicated by a couple of the themes that also run through the Internet discussion. Before I get to that, though, I will say is imagine how different the situation would be. Imagine how different everyone would have reacted if Jada had walked up yeah. and slapped Chris Rock. Right? There would have been if a instead, lot of girl power moments. There have been a lot of girl power moments. Um, he would have had to react differently, right? Mm -hmm. Chris Rock acted very, very professionally. Whatever else we we say about it, you know, his he he handled it well. He knew he was on camera. He didn't fight back. He made a joke about it, uh, and and you know, and so so he did his job, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So that that's that first thing. The, you know, if she needed to be protected, could she protect herself? The second thing is. As the Internet has made a lot of noise about, Will and Jada seem to have an open marriage. She has had numerous uh, public liaisons with other men. The legend, and I have no idea what's true and what's not in this, but the legend is that she sees other people, but he does not. Um, and so a lot of people place that filter on the interaction to say that, this was not about his feelings about Chris, but his feelings about his marriage, his feelings about trying to show himself off, trying to, you know, uh, protect a wife that he maybe felt like he was losing. I don't know if any of that's true, but mm. what I do know is that when he gave the speech, it was such an emotional speech that that was the only moment when I was a little worried about someone. That reminded me of Britney Spears shaving her head. Right. That reminded me of other instances where, you know, Kanye West and some stuff that's going on with him now. There is a distinct possibility that 
this was a crisis moment for Will, that it wasn't about Jada or Chris Rock, that it was about Will and his own mental health. And I really hope that if that's the case, that there are people who've noticed and that there are people who are helping him, because this is the classic kind of outburst that after someone hurts themselves, you say, I should have seen this coming. So again, right, we have this choice. Do we do we place the filter on Jada's experience? Do we place the filter on Chris's experience? Do we place the filter on Will's experience? Do we place the filter on our own experience? Anytime you decide to focus on one of those things, you're going to have a universe of possibilities to talk about. And that's, of course, again, what makes it philosophically interesting. Hmm. Yeah, a lot to unpack there about the mental health. And let's just if nothing else, the pressure of being in an Oscar award winning role has to be pretty intense. He didn't know if he was going to win at this point, right? He's on, he's anxious, he's nervous. He was probably drinking. You know, I certainly would have been if I was at that party, right? Um, And they live in the public eye. All of them live in the public eye. You know, I've made mistakes in my career. I've made mistakes in my life. And sometimes I've made mistakes in front of students. And if those students are forgiving or if those students have a sense of humor, then I don't worry about it. But if the students are out to get me or if the students are feeling sensitive or if the students are themselves going through something, then that becomes a much more dangerous thing, right? You're on the radio. People know your voice. It, people will be in some restaurant somewhere and they'll, they'll, they'll hear you talking and they'll say, where do I know that voice from? And then some of them will say, oh, it's Ashley from Prairie Public, right? We have a very public life and their public life is even more so because not only is everything in front of a camera, but people like you and me like to think we know them, like to think they're our friends, that we grew up with them. We don't know anything about Will Smith. We don't know anything about Jada Pinkett Smith. We don't know anything about Chris Rock. We know the characters they portray, and we know the glimpses that we get when the paparazzi take photos. But we don't know what they're like behind closed doors. We think we do, and we think that they belong to us. And that's the thing that's mm. really worth, I don't know, struggling with in this instance, which is because they are celebrities, because this was the Oscar, because we know all this gossip about uh, any of them, we feel like we belong in this situation, but actually this was a very intimate moment. This was a moment between three people who obviously knew each other, right? I mean, they have to, yeah. they have to be friends in some sense, right? I don't know if they have dinner together, but you know, I mean, well, and surely. Chris did make a movie together, I think. Well, well, yeah. So there you go. Right. So, so, you know, but this was super intimate and we feel like it belongs to us and it really doesn't. And as far as I know, Chris Rock has said nothing about it except his one publicist has said that there's allegedly an apology going out that's supposedly from him, but it's not. He said nothing. And I think that's the best move. I think the best move is just to stay silent and, le and let it pass. But this is going to hang over Will for a very long time. And the Internet is full of jokes oh, about, yeah. you know, Jada's hair. Not just about Will and what he did. Do you do you know the the term the Streisand effect? No. The Streisand effect is is something that that was named within the last ten years or so. Barbara Streisand wanted to get her 
uh, I, th I think it was Google Maps. I forget the exact thing, but 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 there was a Google Map picture of Barbara Streisand house on the internet, and she wanted to get it taken off, so she made a fuss. But because she made it a made a fuss, mm, all of a sudden a everyone deal. was looking at it. The picture was everywhere, and she lost. And so the Streisand effect is is the name for uh, the phenomenon of calling attention to something in order to hide it that only makes it worse. And if Will had just let it go, then people wouldn't have thought twice about the joke. I didn't even know what it was. I mean, I, I you know, I saw it on Twitter. I wasn't yeah. watching the Oscars, but I, I wouldn't have know known the what alopecia. the reference was yeah. either. Right. So, but by acting this way, now everyone is going to be hyper aware of her hair all of the time. And the Streisand effect is one of the great, Irony is one of the great difficulties in the internet age. And this is why in Europe they've 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 tried to deal with this because the EU has developed this this the right to be forgotten law, which you know, which wow. says that you have the right to ask for certain things to be taken off the internet, but it doesn't work that way. Because 20, you know, if someone, if there's a. How can a, they pick, possibly monitor all that? No, and they, they can't. And anyone who's interested in these things will save the video or save yeah. the picture, right? This is why one, one of the reasons. Shot. Yeah, right. And, and this is one of the reasons why, you know, nude pictures uh, haunt people's lives, not necessarily because they object to one or two people seeing them naked, but because you can't get rid of them. And then people find them and they abuse you and then all, you know, all that sort of stuff. The internet is something that we can't control. And this was an instance of one person losing control in a media that we can't control. And so it becomes the thing in the world that everyone talks about. And then they're going to forget about it, except when it's convenient or except when they want to make fun of it. And, then it's never going to go away. I want to pick apart just one thing that you said, and we only have a couple of minutes left, um, talking about you know celebrities belonging to us. And we do this a lot. We like to say that, oh, this celebrity is so brave when they say something that we are politically, religiously, financially, whatever, in alignment with. But when they say something that is opposite to those views, well, they're entertainers and they need to stick in their field. Many, many of us are hypocrites. <laughs> All of us are inconsistent. Now, those two things are not the same thing, right? To be a hypocrite is to really believe in something, uh, but to act in a different way or to have a double standard with other people. And that's, you know, we can work on that. And maybe that's a bad characteristic. Maybe that's not. We have to have that conversation. But we're all inconsistent. We all change our minds. We all learn different things. We all hold to one position, uh, but move on another position because life isn't simple and we are not simple. And so this idea that we want people to affirm the positions that we affirm and reject the positions that we that we reject, that's about self-validation, right? That's about us having a voice that we wouldn't otherwise have. So if some celebrity comes out and talks about, I don't know, uh, gravel bicycles, right, which is what I'm, one of the things that I do now, I, I, I ride bikes on gravel, um, then I'm super excited because no one's going to listen to me or very few people are going to listen <laughs> to me talk about gravel bicycles, but this person is. So it's like, it's I, I have a... a, a um, uh, a stand-in. That's not the right word I was thinking of, but I have a stand-in for me. 
And then if someone says something that I'm opposed to, like all, all cyclists should get off the road, right? Then I get really upset because there's this incredibly large voice, loud voice that I can't um, silence because I don't have control over it. So yet again, our reaction to, to, to um, celebrities mouthing off on things is really about us and how we do or do not have the ability to express our voice in a way that it will be heard. And the internet is the one place where we can at least have the illusion that we're heard, even if we're not actually heard. Mm. Jack, I'm, I'm curious as a fellow 53 year old man, like you said, uh, Will well, Smith, it, I almost will 53, whatever. Be 53. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, an open hand slap between grown men. How much of an assault is that? Well, the legal definition is it's an assault. <laughs> Actually, it's technically it's battery. The um, depending on on how the state uh, defines the terms, uh, the assault is the approach and, and the battery is the hit. What you're really asking, though, is is Will Smith really a man? Right? Is your you're asking whether a real man? slaps rather than punches, right? Because we know it's an assault because he hit him, right? And and we know, or so again, I know it's battery because we hit him. But the question, you know, Will Smith is an action movie star, right? Will Smith plays these these guys, right? And 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 we and these heroes and and often ultra masculine heroes. We expect him to punch, but he didn't. And the reason he didn't could be any that I can guess, but I suspect one of the reasons is he really didn't want to hurt him. He wanted to make his point. Now, anyone who's really punched someone in the face or in the head knows it hurts like hell, right? Um, so maybe he didn't want to hurt himself. Maybe he didn't really want to hurt Chris. Maybe he's not a fighter, right? Uh, I saw, I, I saw a, um, an interview with him where he's talking about Tom Cruise and he said that he, you know, uh, Will Smith wanted to do a couple stunts because, you know, Tom Cruise isn't that special and Tom Cruise does all his stunts and I can do that too. And then he did two of his stunts and he said, Tom Cruise is really special. I can't do those stunts, <laughs> right? You know, Will Smith is not an action hero. Will Smith is an actor. Will Smith is someone who's worth hundreds of millions of dollars who probably hasn't been to the grocery store himself in 15 years, you know, flies on private planes gets the highest kind you know the highest quality food everything is given to him and this ultimately is the problem with stardom this ultimately is the problem with celebrity when you get to a certain place no one is around to say no to you and the moment no one says no to you the, the moment no one challenges you you stop learning about yourself. You start, you stop establishing your boundaries and you think that everyone else's job is to conform to you. And so you get these three very wealthy, very powerful, very well-known public figures and they're engaged in a game. Hmm. And it's a joke. Everyone there knows that they're, that, that, that they're going to be joked about. That's part of what the Oscars do. Uh, Richie, uh, uh, Ricky Gervais uh, has a really interesting interview about hosting the Golden Globes where he says, I have to be the outsider. If I just went and, and, and talked about how great everyone was, it would be boring. I have to take the place of the person who isn't winning the award, who was sitting there in their sweatpants watching this, right? And so in the end, Again, unless this is a sign of a mental breakdown, which I hope it isn't, 
these people are going to be just fine. Mm. But someone said no to Will Smith in the sense that someone crossed a boundary that he didn't like and he's not used to it. And so he overreacted. Did he overreact because he has his own mental issues? Does he, did he overreact because his um, marriage is on the rocks? Did he overreact because Jada overreacted? I have no idea. And I can't, can, I can only speculate, but as someone in that position, he's not used to people challenging him and he's going to react negatively to that because he can. Well, Jack, you know, when in asking that question and then you sort of said, well, what you really mean is, is Will Smith a man by not punching him? And I was like, that's actually not where I was going with that. What what I was thinking, uh, because that to me opens up this idea of masculinity. Are you only a man if you punch hard, if you respond uh, with violence? What does that say about masculinity? We are in the midst of a conversation now about this thing called toxic masculinity and this idea of trying to get past this vision that all men answer physically first, that all men hit first and think later. And some of that is evolutionary and some of that is cultural and some of that is idiosyncratic. How would we have felt if... Instead of slapping him, Will Smith had walked up to Chris Rock and said in front of the cameras, dude, that was uncalled for. I need you to stop the performance and apologize to your wife. Right. What would we have said about any of those things? What masculinity means, what femininity means now, of course, with even the challenges of of non-binary folks and transgender folks, these words are even more ambiguous than they were before. And so instances like this are a litmus test for what kind of masculinity, what kind of femininity, et cetera, you subscribe to, because there are lots of people who say, you know, darn right, protect your woman. He did the right thing. And those people subscribe to a very particular version of masculinity and a very particular version of femininity. And then there are other people who say violence is never the answer, which is what Will Smith tried to say in his speech. He tried to say, I acted against my own principles. And we all do it. Like I said, we all make mistakes. We all step out of ourselves from time to time. For most of us, though, it's just not very public. So what all this reveals again is what our own definitions of masculinity and femininity and, 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 and the combinations thereof are, and that intuitive feeling you have tells you a lot about what you want in a, in a partner and what you want to sort of communicate to your friends and if you have children, your children. We check in with Dr. Jack Russell Weinstein, a philosopher, once a month. Thank you, Jack. Thank you as always. This was great.